Not here, Troy whispers. And that's when Jane Percival realizes why he won't take his hand out from his hands. Even though she's pushed back over the porcelain sink so far, the copper faucet is digging into her spine. Even though her dress is hiked so far up her legs, he's been able to work wonders on her with his mouth for a good five minutes now. His blood isn't pumping to all the right places yet, and he doesn't want to let on. What does he want? A short walk? A little caffeine? Neither will be easy to come by with the wife hovering somewhere downstairs. Is she hovering? Jane wonders. Or is she passed out drunk somewhere? Caitlin Chazon spent most of the night glaring at Jane like she was some party crasher. And all night long, Jane fought the urge to get right up in the girl's face and let her know that while he was singing Happy Birthday with the rest of them, Caitlin's husband was winking at Jane across the room and dragging his top teeth across his bottom lip like he could taste her on it. Happy Birthday, Princess! Still, she hadn't planned to move quite this fast, because she hadn't been prepared for how epically drunk her target was going to be. Just the thought of having to stop now sends a spike of panic through Jane. Her first choice would have been slow seduction, not a frenzied quickie in the upstairs bathroom. But in her experience, nothing killed a long game faster than a false start, or a suddenly remorseful husband buttoning up his pants and racing for the confessional booth. And tonight had taken weeks of subtle but careful preparation, weeks of listening studiously as her best friend, Margot, gossiped about the loveless marriage between her two wealthiest clients. One, a former hero cop her Aunt Judy would have described as crap-your-pants-handsome. The other, a spoiled, rotten trust fund baby who went through life looking like she'd just smelled something terrible, and it was you. It wasn't an easy sell, getting Jane to take her on as a crew supervisor for bigger events, events like Skanky Chazon's birthday party. The two women met when Jane worked the bar for one of Margot's first events after she started Simply Splendid eight years ago. Since then, Jane had pitched in at all levels of the business, except for supervisor. Still, Jane wasn't interested in passing trays. She was pretty damn sure the unflattering black-and-white uniform would make it that much harder to catch Troy Mongier's eye. Instead, she'd pitched Margot hard on the position that would allow her to wear a sparkly, low-cut cocktail dress, a position that would allow her to look as classy and elegant as most of the other invited guests. But now Jane is missing in action during teardown. Her target is on the edge of bailing, and there's a possibly suspicious wife somewhere nearby. Good Christ. If Margot gets wind of even half of this, Jane will be in a world of trouble far bigger than an angry wife pounding on the door with the side of one fist. Troy Mongier pulls up his trousers by his belt buckle and takes a step back, forcing Jane to unwrap her legs from around his waist. The way she sees it, she's only got two options— Try for the remorseful romance novel routine of, I'm so sorry I forced myself on you, even though she hadn't, technically. But my feelings for you were just so strong. Or drop to her knees and take him in her mouth right there. 
but before she can commit to either, Troy Mangier takes her by the hand and pulls her off the sink. Her feet land gracelessly on top of her high heels instead of sliding into them cleanly, and Troy grabs her by the waist to make sure she doesn't lose her balance as the shoes crumple under her feet like foliage. Their mouths meet in a sloppy kiss that fills her mouth with scotch breath, and Troy Mangier says, Come with me.